What is up, you guys? Hello. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, hi, you guys. We are back um, with a new episode of the podcast. Unfortunately, Holly couldn't be with me today. She is out of town. So we have a very special guest host. <laughs> yes, my name is Dax, for those of you who don't know. Clap if you love Dax. Clap if you love me. <laughs> and you know what? It's very topical because you clap, for, uh, clap for my co-host, today's studio audience, which is what Wendy Williams always said at the beginning of the Wendy Williams show. So it's very timely that I have a co-host today. Because today's episode is dedicated to Wendy Williams, the Wendy Williams experience. Yes, that queen herself. But before we talk about Wendy Williams, let's just do a quick little roundup of some of the week's headlines, some of the gossip. So you have a list as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, the top of my list, it says Raquel autism question mark. <laughs> okay, I had Raquel the TMZ video <laughs> yeah. of her sitting on the bench. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is the experience of being an American whore. <laughs> they should play that when they're walking up there. She's like in a hoodie. I don't know if you guys, you guys have obviously seen it. It's like she's sitting there makeupless. TMZ just happens to walk up to her and they're like, hey, Raquel. And she's like, hey. And then she just, she talks about all of it. The only things I can really remember are she says Schwartz didn't know. Which I'm not sure I believe. Yeah, that, I actually heard that. So, you know, his roommate, Joe, yeah. who's like yes. everyone's hair person yeah. or whatever, does everyone's highlights. Uh, apparently, her and Schwartz were in a relationship and they used to go on double dates with uh, Raquel and Tom. Wow. That's some yeah. juicy tea. But that wasn't exposed during the TMZ video. That TMZ video was a flop. Yeah, it was a flop. And it. <laughs> If I were her, if I were her PR team, which I'm sure she doesn't have, um, I would get her on like 60 minutes. <laughs> she needs to be on like prime time telling it's, her side of the story. It's but. honestly so sad because this season Raquel is blooming. Like I, I am know. such a Raquel stan okay. when the show is on. And then I'm like, okay, I know that obviously all this stuff comes out. Then it, I, I know. Can't okay, let's it, talk. But. I know we talked about this last night. We saw each other last night, but. Like, I watching this show separate from the scandal, because let's just assume we're watching the season that was filmed a year ago before all of this. I am such a Raquel stan. Like, yeah. Raquel, get behind me. Like, I I have your back, Raquel. Like, I, she, uh, let me just, you got obviously what she's done is horrible. Like, you shouldn't yeah. sleep with your friend's boyfriend. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I mean, that she slept with him. They had a seven month affair. Like, okay, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But in the context of the show, they, are horrible to her. Like I am such a Raquel stan. Lala is like such a. Pitbull. Lala is turned into the new saucy, where she's just like totally delusional and self-absorbed. Yes. Which, yes. Yeah, that's... No, and Lala thinks she's Jennifer Aniston. Like Lala thinks she's an A-list. Yeah, she mogul. does. Yeah. She thinks she's a boss babe mogul. It's like what? No. And she's so mean. And she's so also okay. Not not. I'm scared of Lala hears this. She's gonna swing on okay, me. Okay, yeah, I think she has bigger. I know, but you do it. <laughs> I'm I'm sick of the like obnoxious like sex talk, and I don't mean to shame anyone. Like whatever, everyone has sex and whatever. But like the way she's just constantly like sucking dick and cock, and you yeah. did it at my birthday. It's like it's too much. <laughs> it's like it's it's apparently. Raining. But you listened to the podcast about her book, right? I. Her, did you celebrity memoir book club recap? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. And she talks like that in front of her Mormon grandma. I know. So I know. But you know what's hilarious about her book, and this is always the case. I mean, who I the book is a couple years old, so maybe something's changed. But she writes in the book how like she actually has never been that sexually active, 
like yeah i mean even hypocrisy in, even in her runs. like whole face and it's it's so funny because don't you guys always find it's like people who talk about sex in that way yeah are having the least sex event it's it's the quiet ones you, yeah, know, you know what i mean it's the quiet freaks but um yeah, yeah so i'm team Raquel for the moment in the context of for the moment. I mean not with the cheating stuff and I know we'll get there as the season yeah. goes on but I'm I'm in Raquel everyone point. literally has just forgotten the way they've acted for the last like decade on the yes, show like Raquel I'm, god forbid she makes up with someone in Vegas on a girl's night. I like, know I'm cares? literally watching season three right now because I wanted to go back and like refresh my memory of some of the old seasons I've seen them all and I've rewatched a couple here and there but whatever um and I'm reminded of like Schwartz Totally, and this is also why I think Schwartz knew, because on the show, him, Sandoval, and Jax all cheat on their girlfriends numerous times. Yeah. They all get caught, and they also get caught. That's the magic of Vanderpump Rules. Like, I know. We for, you Raquel know came back, and she's like, I'm going to save this show one way or another. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she actually put the team on her back, yeah. because she's like, listen, Everyone we are one bad that. episode away from cancellation. Not to mention, all of now they're adding more episodes to the ceiling, so, oh. to the season, so everyone's getting bigger checks they're getting at the end of the more. year. Honestly, if they were smart, if, <laughs> if they were thinking, if Sheena was had her thinking cap on, she would pull a shenanigan and Does take her cap side. Thinking cap, come yeah. on. But like, if one of these girls were smart, they would, like, if you want to stay on the show, you should saddle up to Raquel. Yeah. Guaranteed, you're coming back next season. <laughs> like, if you're in Raquel's corner, you're guaranteed coming back. And they all probably think they're gonna ice her out of the show. But now the show needs her. Like, the, yeah. The show can't continue without Raquel now. So yeah, if you're be, smart, you <laughs> production would literally fumble the bag so hard yes. if they got rid of Raquel. Like that's but insane. The other thing in the old seasons that you realize is like the men protect each other. Like Schwartz and Sandoval have always known about each other's cheating and always lied for each other. Like they back each other up in their lies. Not Jack. Though. With Miami Girl, yeah, not Jack. <laughs> with Miami Girl and Vegas Girl, like all these different instances of cheating. So it's like they they for sure knew what was going on with yeah. Raquel and were in on it. Like, Schwartz was covering for him. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. But, okay, what's... Next topic. Next topic. Okay. Oh, we didn't even talk about the autism stuff, you guys. If you missed it. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like a pageant queen wrote on her Instagram about how she is on the spectrum. And yeah. Then, and she was, became, she went public about yeah. being on the spectrum. And Raquel commented, so relatable. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was Raquel's like first... Mention, comment yeah. behavior on social since this all broke so shout out to Raquel shout out to Raquel we love that journey for you did you see that TikTok Yolanda's autism journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah I feel like Raquel saw that TikTok and was like relatable um okay next on my list is Harry Styles Emrata oh my god they were literally him. making out last night like I know. did you see the photos yeah in Tokyo yeah. Messily making out, like really making out. Not on the street. Like kind of crazy. Emrata really. Uh, if there's one town. thing that girl Never. knows how to do, my body. It's keep herself in the news. Like, she yeah. is Hollywood's worst nightmare. Like, she just, you know. I think she, she kind of shot herself in the foot with that podcast, getting like, we kind of got too much of an intimate it's look so of like, true. you know, what she thinks in her point I'm, of view. I'm, I'm like, this, I, I don't yeah. subscribe to this. But uh, I think the mystery and allure of her was way more valuable totally she was at her best like yeah when she was so mysterious 
didn't really do interviews. She was just like this random gorgeous girl who was like in a couple movies, in a couple music videos, and it was like, wow, who's that? You're right. It's like it worked. That worked a lot better for her. I agree. But who do you think? She's probably making good money. I though. was thinking about this. Oh, for sure. She's rolling in the dough. But I was thinking about this. Who is it better for? Her to be with Harry or Harry to be with her? Or are they both just pulling a, a Pete Davidson Kim? Like, I would like definitely Pete say Kim feeding off each other, you know? it's beneficial for her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely a step up from Eric Andre. <laughs> There's some credibility with Harry. I don't know. Kim. I thought they were a cute couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay, next on my list. Okay, well, you won from your list. Sorry, you. Uh, Chris Stapleton and Lucas Gage in a relationship. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what? I Any love thoughts? that. Any yeah, thoughts? I mean, cute. I'm looking. Congrats to them. I think Chris is so handsome. Love yeah. him. I on it, and I don't even. I mean, whatever. I don't have long hair or anything, but I even watch his have hair long videos. Hair. Like I, well, like I watch oh, his little okay, tutorials okay, and yeah. stuff. Like um, I don't know. He's done a couple for like Vogue or on YouTube, yeah. like those things. And um, I'm fascinated. Like he is very good at doing hair. Obviously, he's like all these celebrities <laughs> hairstylists. But yeah. he is. I like. I want him to do my hair. He's. I love him. I yeah. love him, and he's very handsome and ripped. Oh Lucas yeah. Lucas is cute too. Lucas is cute. Yeah. Not as cute as. As Chris? Chris, in my opinion. Yeah. But that's okay. Okay, we need to get to the real tea, Gwyneth. Oh my God, I Gwyneth had it on my list. Troubles. And I was going to let oh you handle God. it because I know you've really oh, been I love. I've been attention. watching like courtroom live streams. It's uh, pretty fascinating. Her testimonial. Yeah. The, the, the way that the defense lawyer. examining her, being like, hey, is like you a know Taylor Swift? Yeah, I know. The she's defense. trying to get tickets <laughs> to the show. She's like, she's like, yeah, because you're, I mean, you're not that tiny. I mean, you're tiny, but yeah. <laughs> it's like the defense lawyer is a goop reader. Like, Literally. she like, can't believe that she's, she's talking flustered. to one of culture. She's like, flustered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, so Taylor, do you, do you send her gifts? It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. lady, you know, <laughs> who can take you seriously? But we are team Gwyneth in this house. And I actually, I'm whatever you guys, I'm going to get this wrong telling the story, but allegedly the lawsuit is over. Uh, she was on a family ski trip. She was skiing with a ski instructor yes. or a ski pair. Like that's pretty common in these ski big ski resorts mm -hmm. where like if you're skiing alone, you get a ski instructor to be with you during the day. Yeah. And then she, I mean, they each tell different versions of the story. There was a collision. There was a collision between her and someone on the hill, whether she hit him or he hit her. They both obviously are like arguing different things. And then he's alleging now that he has suffered like long-term consequences yeah physical as a result of the collision his personalities change allegedly. the one headline was that he, can, he, he can can't no longer yeah he can't enjoy vineyards yeah <laughs> like the whole thing is so like crazy and campy yeah her outfits her like chugging the water like it's so <laughs> yeah. good i we, i love delusional Gwen her lawyer her. asking the judge if she can bring in snacks for the bailiffs oh my God. <laughs> like, not her bringing in a pr package for the judge yeah a goop pr box yeah what would be in that? Oh, like uh, like pink marble sex toy. Did you see they even alluded she, that she's always with the sex toys on Goop. She, that's what they were alluding. Like she was like, you sent Taylor a very personal Christmas gift. And I was like, okay, that actually, if I were Taylor, I'd be like, don't expose me like that. And also, <laughs> I feel like record. Gwyneth probably sends those like, no, PR that's just a PR to everyone. Package. Yeah. And I mean, if whatever. it comes from Goop, does Taylor that mean Swift she can have her? a sex toy if she wants to have a sex toy, but sorry. If uh, if a PR package comes from Goop, does that mean Gwyneth Paltrow like legally has given her a Christmas gift? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. What are the laws on that? Lawyers yeah. in the comments, yeah, speak up. get back to us. Um, but yeah, what would be in the box? It would be that. It would be like CBD gummies for sure. Yeah, just like and then like some powders. 
like a broth powder. For yeah, her. like a mushroom superfood <laughs> powder, yeah. you know, like from, yeah. you know, whatever. And, you know, just a crocker, some kind and of And some like, yeah, cracker. or some like Palo Alto, like that kind of stuff, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah, and like a cracker. Maybe yeah. a can, the sparkling can drinks with Bella Hadid. Oh, we love. Okay. Next on my list, I was just going to say the new Lana album. Do you, do you love it or do you hate yes. it? Yes. We I just were speaking it. about that we, yeah. before we pressed play on this uh, request. Yes, and um, our two uh, candy necklaces in Paris, Texas. Yeah, oh, the best. It's the piano. Too, the piano. It's so, so romantic. So it's so. It's so like um, in a movie, like montage in a movie. Oh. Like you're in <laughs> yeah. Paris and that's playing. You know. Yeah. Um, next, I have. I mean, this is just our weekly. And sorry, you guys. You'll, we'll get to Wendy in a minute. I'll wrap this up. Let's do um, someone different. How about that? In yeah, actually, let's you. just do something different. No, I'm just kidding. Thoughts as Housewives this week. So I'm watching Miami real time. I think you've already seen it. Oh, yeah, I've seen right? it. And well, I watched it real time. You're watching it. Oh, I'm now watching it Canadian, Canadian time. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian yeah. time. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, what is there to say? I was just going to say um, I feel bad for my girl Lisa. It's bad. Oh, the divorce is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's nasty. Yeah. And you know who else is nasty? Larsa Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> I love Larsa. I love her. I think she's a great she's housewife. She's like, the you, worst. Yeah. You'll see in the reunion. She like basically oh says Nicole has no job. She just puts people to sleep. And yeah. it's, a literal it's, anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, okay. That is in pretty some important. ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know what I saw on TikTok clapping back? Of course, Dr. Tiffany T Moon. Tiffany Moon had to get on the mic. It's <laughs> yeah. like, Tiffany, give it, no one asked. Well, I love yeah. Dr. Tiffany Moon, but it's like, you're not even a housewife anymore. Anyways, whatever. Jersey, what are your thoughts on Jersey? Um, Jersey, love my boy Louie, sleeping in uh, oh, Teresa's dad pajamas. God. To Crazy. make them feel safe. Like, that is <laughs> that demented. Is <laughs> yeah. Like, that is so such a crazy thing to yeah. do. The last episode was incredible. That party, I'm like, I want to be at that party. How fun did that party look? They I, looked wasted. Like, I was all of them were oh eating God. so much. I'm like, they're trying to, like, I was texting Holly as I was watching it, and I was like, you can just tell this party is fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know we would have a good time at that party. <laughs> yeah. And they were getting down like us. How did no one fall in into summer. that lake? Oh, I know. Go for They're a dip. right on the deck. And you know who was killing me? I don't know if you guys noticed, but like the little cutaway moments of Jennifer Aiden, the one where A, she was lighting a cigar and she's like, this tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then like five minutes later, they cut to her dancing and she's like, love is love. Love is love. <laughs> okay, Jennifer Aiden. Shout out to Jennifer Aiden. When she's introducing the new purchase of her shore house and she's like, I bought all the furniture, even the bed sheets. They're yes. so good. <laughs> like, she's okay. like, she says something funny there too, where she's like, she's like, all right, don't hate it. Yeah. She's like, I saw all the furniture and I thought, all right, good enough for me. Like, yeah. so, and I actually, and it's not that cute. It's like granny cottage core kind of looking. Or oh, do you like it? Well, no, it's giving it's giving Wasega Beach rental. Yeah. Like the furniture is giving Wasega yeah, Beach. Yeah, like I agree. Rental. Like yeah, just make do with. Yeah, but I kind of appreciate, and I think that's what's kind of good about, like, the New Jersey and also the OC Housewives is, like, it is a bit more believable and relatable. I don't know if we want that or not, because then it's like, you do, like, the glam of Beverly Hills. But it is yeah. nice to see just, like, a normal cottage that, you know, yeah. that regular people would go to yeah. on the show. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, we talked about Gwyneth. The last thing on my list, and I don't know if you read the articles about this, but, the like, all the drama with Shakira and her husband... 
Okay, no, but I've been streaming her new single like crazy, but I don't know any of the drama, so what's the drama? Okay, so, and I know I It's I not, it's beyond him. mopping her rug, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> I, well, it all starts, so he had an affair, and now, he pulled a Lenny Hawk scene, like, I think now oh he's dating, gosh. he's dating the girl he was, like, having the affair with, whatever, and the, re how Shakira found out, I mean, we might have already talked about this on the podcast, I'll be quick, um, she noticed that the jam in her house had been eaten. Oh, and like okay. no I one in her family of eats her jam. With, uh, yeah, I saw a meme. Oh, yes, no, I do know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how she like clued in that like someone else had to have been in the house because there was a girl like, in the house eating her jam. Eating her jam. <laughs> and then this week, and then so when that happened, she I guess her mother-in-law, so her husband's mom lives like adjacent to them in like a condo building or something. So Oh my god, um, and he was sneaking Shakira, around with... Shakira put a, a statue, like a Halloween witch on her balcony <laughs> facing the mother-in-law's house, like as like a diss or something, like calling the mother-in-law a witch, you know? Okay. And then this week it came out, so A, her husband had a statement that was like, um, you know, I don't regret, it was something along the lines of like, uh, I, I do whatever makes me happy, and, yeah, like, it's, okay. it, and, and that's just it. Like, he, he doesn't feel remorse about it. And then there were headlines today that Shakira and her mother-in-law got into a physical altercation because the mother-in-law was helping him cover up the affair. So Whoa. it sounds like Shakira and the mom like got into They're some kind of yeah. Wow. And then Shakira put that witch thing up, like <laughs> yeah. pointing at the mother's house. So, anyways, I just thought that was funny. What else Love is on that. your list? Well, uh, the CEO of TikTok. Oh yeah. Um, going in front of Congress and testifying, trying to everyone pray for TikTok. We need to keep it <laughs> yeah. legalize TikTok. Everyone, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, I've been like streaming either that all week or the Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm uh, like, not me in my court era. I know, I was gonna say, you're really in your court TV era. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, prayers up for TikTok. I yeah. love TikTok. The yeah. CEO, I watched a video of him, I'm like, he has some charisma. He has some charisma, oh, uniqueness, nerve and talent. Like, does. I was pretty shocked. Yeah, and he's, he's like pretty cute too. He's like, yeah. he, you know, he's like, usually you're watching these lawyers and it's a snooze <laughs> yeah. fest. But he's pretty entertaining. Oh, yeah. Then, obviously, the people that are seated in Congress asking questions are absolutely wild. So boring. It's not boring at all. Are you kidding? Those no. guys are nuts. <laughs> They're nuts. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Stressed out about that. But that's okay. Let's get into the real Okay. The real Let's subject. get into the real subject of the week. So, this week, as you guys can probably tell from the title, we are talking about Wendy Williams. Woo! Woo! Yes. Uh, oh, my God. What's the do it, do it, do it. Woo, woo. <laughs> How you feeling? Na, na, na. Woo. Wow, Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> Shout out to my studio audience, my co-host. Anyways, I so before we get into the specifics, can you not me doing like performance of the Wendy Williams intro? Did you know Fergie sang that theme song at least in the latest season? What? How you doing? I hope um, she gets a good check from that. Well, not anymore, because the show's <laughs> over. Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert, the show got canceled. Yeah. <laughs> what is your what is your experience with Wendy Williams? So I'm not a resident expert, but uh, I do get all the highlights on Twitter basically. So okay. whenever she's running into some drama or like lighting a like a meat stick with a lighter. Okay, so you uh, weren't a Wendy watcher. No, I'm not a Wendy watcher, but you know, okay. as an avid Twitter gay, I get all of the. You get the memes. Yeah. And the reaction videos. Yes. 
Yeah, I feel like I've been going through so many this week. I, I love like, oh, she died? Oh, oh. Well, anyways. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I was an avid Wendy watcher for years. I have been, I, I mean, it's over now. So whatever. Okay, sorry, guys. I'm getting ahead of myself. I have, I have been watching Wendy Williams since I was in high school. Like Really? Yes. And in grade 12, I had the afternoon off. Like, I had, like, a, a lunch and a spare. Oh, my God. So did I, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. I no, I had the morning off. In grade 12, both semesters, I never started school until 11 because oh, I had a first spare and second lunch. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was chill for me. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I had the afternoon, like, fourth lunch, fifth spare. And I would come home and watch, like the Wendy Williams, it would air on like, you know how you get like the Seattle channel, like you get yeah. like a couple, so I'd watch like the West Coast rerun of like the 11 a.m. <laughs> Wendy episode. So I would watch Wendy every day, uh, and then in university, I would always, like if I was doing it, something in the library or whatever, I would like just like have it, because they would upload the episodes to YouTube Yeah. the same day. So I would just like listen to Hot Topic, so like as I was eating, I would just like have Wendy on, and then when I started working, like my office job, I would just have it in my headphones, like on my computer yeah. as I'm working, at least just the hot topics, like the first one. So what, how minutes. do you fill your void now? Like, I know. So you guys, like I truly. That's why you started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I had, to, I had to take the microphone. I had to yeah. take the torch from, <laughs> from Wendy. But I was like an avid, loyal Wendy watcher. And I even used to like, I would hate when they would go on hiatus. Like she would always, they would have the summer off. So there'd be no Wendy from like June yeah. to September. There'd be like a Christmas break and I'd be like, ah, like I want Wendy back. Um, Give me my Wendy. And I loved it. Like you guys know, I love like celebrity gossip, shady news and facts. And Wendy <laughs> yeah. just like did it best. And of course she there did. are a million problematic instances and she said some crazy things. Oh yeah. Like and offensive things. And I, I'm not like, We don't condone know. those actions. No, of course but not. she was legendary. And you know what she did? Give the green light for everyone to talk shit about her because that's what she spent her whole career doing. Yes. Did you see that paparazzi video? <laughs> yeah. If you guys missed it, there's like a video of her in a car and she's like saying says paparazzi. She's like, "You're so nosy." Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> like I guess I am too. Or something she's like, like that. yeah. How do we? How something referencing the uh, the hot topics? Yeah. Like, she's like, I guess I do hot topics too. So I love Wendy. And then if you guys didn't watch the show, it was like. The first 20 minutes were commercial-free hot topics. Like, she would just talk about it was crazy. the news of the day. And then the last half hour of the show would, like, virtually all be commercials, with the exception of Ask Wendy, where, like, an audience member oh, would ask yeah, a those, question. Yeah, oh and my she, gosh. And usually her advice was, like, mean. Like, yeah, she just would, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember there's one where it's, like, a girl who, like, I think her parents sent her to, like, a weight loss camp or something, and Wendy's like, well, did it work? Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And there's another one where Wendy, like, this, someone's talking about, I think they wanted to get lap band or something, and Wendy's like, are you throwing up? Are you making yourself puke? It's like, Wendy. No. Yes. No. Like, so bad for she this advice. Is crazy. But, and that's wild, considering there has been so much discourse about her body image. Like, Yes, and we'll get into it, but today I watched a documentary, Wendy Williams, What a Mess. And yeah, I mean, it's so funny. A lot, it's like, and I guess this is the case in everyday life, too. It's like a lot of the things that people are maybe the most judgmental about, it is a bit of a projection because a lot of the things that she was the most outspoken about, including like weight and infidelity, were things that she was actually yeah. battling with herself. Like she yeah. struggled and with her weight all her yeah, life. Yeah, substance abuse. 
substance abuse. And she was always, those are like the topics that she was most unforgiving towards. Like in hot topics, it's like if something came up with like the Kardashians or Tristan Thompson, she would, she was so quick to be like, have something mean to say, or, yeah. you know, be unforgiving or not understand the situation or, you know what I mean? And it's like the irony of it all is like, she was in the exact same boat on a lot yeah. of these things, unfortunately, but okay. But that's what made her so good at her craft. I know. She knew. She yeah. Knew. And I think what, I mean, just from my own research for this episode, I think she really was great at playing a character of herself and like just like taking that ball and running with it, no matter who it was pissing off. She yeah. knew that like the shock factor of things, especially when she was on the radio, would, would take her farther than yeah. just like playing by the rules. People, people in the industry have like mad respect for her because she can just go out on live TV and riff for like minutes on minutes yes. on minutes. And like not many people can actually do that. Like no. everyone that talks about her online is like, she's so talented, even though you would think, okay, pop, pop, pop. Oh my God, sorry. Uh, That's right. She's... It's the documentary. It's not like a sketchy site. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, like everyone references how talented she is and you wouldn't necessarily think that because she's just like a gossip kind of outlet yeah but yeah she's got some talent that girl um i just want to say before we get into like the the meat of the story a lot of our research is pulled from there's a really great hollywood reporter article by lacey rose that kind of summarizes at least the like latter half yeah. of the story so if you guys want to go check that out it's really great but i just want to like make sure i'm giving credit where credit is due uh, but otherwise, I watched the doc. I mean, I'm a Wendy watcher. We watched some compilations of like best Wendy moments. Oh, Did you she's watch so the funny. 13th season though? Because the 13th season was just like sub-ins, like yeah, celebrities doing guest hosts. Yeah. And well, we'll that. get there. We'll get there. Okay, okay. So let's get into. <laughs> I'm just gonna go through some like bio facts. Yes. Let's. Hear and it. then and then we can get to like the story. So the early days. She was born Wendy Joan Williams on July 18th, 1964 in Asbury Park, New Jersey. She graduated in 1986 with a Bachelor of Arts degree in communication. Hey, hey twin. With a minor in journalism from Northeastern University. She jumped around from like a bunch of radio stations. I'm gonna mess it up if I have to name all the like WQRB, WA, blah, blah, blah. Like she jumped around from radio yeah, stations. Yeah, we don't need to hear all that. But she really, and she always talks about, she used to talk about this on the show. She really, really hustled in her early days. She like would, drive her first radio station job it was like i'm it was in like virginia or something and she would drive every like day sleep in her car for like the three days that she had to do the radio show oh. and then drive back every weekend to new jersey i don't know i mean it might not have been virginia but it's like she really really hustled she was like a young woman of color in the radio industry and she worked hard, 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 and like knew she wanted to be something. So there is something very inspiring about that journey. And by the time we get I'm around so to like, inspired. yeah, totally. The early 90s, she finds success at Hot 97, which is like a really famous R&B hip hop radio station um, in New York. And she really like kicks off in her coverage of rap music and celebrities yeah, in like the hip hop culture. community and celebrity culture. So she really carves a niche for herself because like no one was really talking about that stuff. Hip hop was still new and no one was covering the like celebrity, like no one was covering the artists in a gossipy way. Yeah. Like she was delivering gossip about the hip hop community. Outing a lot of people in the process. And being really messy about it. But <laughs> that's how she, she really got a name for herself. And yeah. she would, I was watching her doc, she says this is like, 
a lot, they all hated her. They would all like call the show and threaten to beat her up. <laughs> um, yeah, this girl group waited outside for her once to like jump her. Whitney Houston and her best friend slash lover, Robin Crawford, were gonna like show up. Yeah, and Whitney beat, really hated her, Wendy, Little yeah. Kim. Yeah, Little Kim hated her. So she had all these, ha- she, you know, she had haters, but she says she's like, they, they wanted to sell their music, so they had to do my show. I was the yeah. only one covering those artists, so like, it was like the perfect scenario. Like she's like, I can say whatever I want about them because I know that they still need to come on the show, like whether they like it or not. So, anyways, that's where she kind of found fame. She jumped around again from a bunch of radio stations. She also was at Power ninety nine nine in Philadelphia, and then she was back in New York, back and forth. Um, she mentored Charlemagne the God from Which the Breakfast is wild. Club. That's huge. Yeah, and then they had a huge falling out. But I read they made up in the past couple of years. But yeah, he was like her intern. She left her intern. Yeah, yeah. And I think he said that like she didn't pay him or I don't know. There was all kinds of drama there. But she left radio in 2009 after getting her TV show. She's written. I didn't even know this, but she's written three nonfiction books and a series of fiction books. Let's add that to the book club. Yeah, we need to add that to the more on her later book club because she also has fiction, like novels, and some of them are about like a fictional radio host, so it's like she, you know, but then one is like a romance novel. So (laughs) shout out to Wendy Williams. She's so creative. She had lines on QVC and HSN, which I do remember because she would talk about it on the show. And then she has done some stand-up, performed at the Venetian, and she was on Dancing with the Stars in 2011. Have you seen the clip with Snooki where Wendy's like, Snooki, would you ever do Dancing with the Stars? And Snooki's like, um, no, I feel like that's something for like has-beens. <laughs> and, and, and Wendy just like makes it because Wendy was like on Dancing with yeah. the Stars when it was having so anyway. Also, she was on The Masked Singer. Yes. Remember, she was burping during like a, her set? Like a native New Yorker. <laughs> She's like, excuse me. Oh, yeah. like, oh my God. Um, she also, I didn't know this, in 2006 had a reality show on VH1 called The Wendy Williams Experience. And Charlemagne was on it with her, but it only had one season. It was just like Ooh, about her radio that. station. I know, don't That's you love, good. like, I know. Old reality TV, oh my an, gosh. A, like mid-2000s yes. VH1 yeah. <laughs> reality show. <laughs> Nothing hits, Yeah. you know? Seriously. Special mention to Kel on Earth. Yes, you guys, everyone, that's required watching for everyone. I binged it in one night in high school and then applied to communications programs. (laughs) Of course you fucking did. That's what I want to do. Anyways. Yeah, watching that, you basically get a PR degree. You learn all about the biz. Yeah, exactly. And I would say I wouldn't last one day at People's Revolution. Like, I would for sure be crying and she would fire me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anyways. She, Wendy married her first husband, who she never talks about this. This isn't in the documentary at all. His name was Bert, Bertrand Grigoire. She refers to him under a pseudonym in her autobiography and says they separated after only five months of marriage and divorced about 18 months later. So that was like a really quick marriage. And then in 1994, she meets Kevin Hunter. So this is, he's a big character in the story. They meet in 94, they're married in November, 1999. Um, she suffered multiple really traumatic miscarriages, which is super sad. She covers it in the documentary before giving birth to their son, Kevin Jr., uh, in 2000. So oh, yeah, she had a baby in 2000. Yeah, in the new millennium. Whoa. I know. And I, I read know. headlines. He got evicted from his Miami condo. He owed 70000 in rent. So pray for Kevin Jr. Whoa. But sometimes it's a bit confusing because she's married to Kevin and their son is Kevin. So sometimes she refers to Kevin Sr. as Kelvin. I don't know where that comes from, but in a lot of the articles, if you guys do your own reading or if I mention it in my notes, it's because that's how she differentiates them. She calls him Kelvin. Anyways, 
She also, in the 90s, suffered from a pretty extreme cocaine addiction. Yeah, which Um, she talks about a lot. She talks really openly about it on the show. She says that she overcame it without rehab. Um, And she really credits Kevin with getting her out of it. She says when she met Kevin, she kind of like really straightened herself out and stopped doing cocaine. And she says in the doc that um, it came from doing radio, especially there was a time where she was doing like the overnight shift. So she's like, it was just like, it's instant confidence. It would keep her up. Like, you know, I get where she's coming from with that. But she says she would, she's like, no one even cared. Like she would just like be in the bathroom doing drugs all night um, and doing her radio show. And I get, it's like, it's a similar, we hear this a lot with celebrities, but it's like, because she's like, she was obviously good at what she was doing and she she thought it was helping her. So then, yeah, everyone is maybe enabling the behavior, but. Anyways, that also comes up a lot. And that's also something that she's really judgmental about with other people. Like she has a famous interview with Whitney Houston and she's like, Whitney, are you on drugs now? (laughs) What drugs are you doing? It's like, you know. That's pretty shocking because she's done a few shows like, well, in the article at least, people were saying at least 25 times. They, execs were like, is she too intoxicated right now to film the 10 a.m. show? Yeah, yeah. And then they'd have to rewatch it. And then be like, okay, no, she looks sober. Yeah, and like decide if they could air it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get there. But they're also so she confirmed cocaine addiction in the nineties. Uh, but then allegedly there's been more substance abuse that is like unclear. Like yeah. she seems to be have an issue with alcohol. She spent time in sober living facility. So that's not the end of the substance abuse. But um so for her radio career, we already kind of mentioned some of this stuff, but she had a really bad habit of outing celebrities, yes. particularly like rappers. Um, she claimed that P. Diddy, Whitney Houston, Usher, that yeah. they were all involved in homosexual affairs. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Um, I mean, I already mentioned this. Robin Crawford and Whitney were going to like pull up on Wendy. Robin told the story on the Wendy Williams show of how she was driving around with Whitney. They were listening to her talk about Whitney. And Whitney was like, who is this? Like, let's go down there and wait for her. Oh my God. So, yeah, funny story. But um, she also, in the doc, says that P. Diddy sent a girl group from his label to intimidate her at the station. Um, and she also alleges that he was instrumental in getting her fired from Hot 97. She was fired several times from radio stations. Really? Yeah, like I guess because she was too controversial. She, yeah, she was super controversial. Uh, like people would phone in and send hate mail, and then she also would like beef with her coworkers and stuff. She, yeah. If if you guys know Angie Martinez from, I believe she's from Breakfast Club or Hot ninety seven, one of those um, hip hop stations. She, Angie Martinez, she often interviews Nicki Minaj. I just can't remember what the station is, but um, I think her and Wendy had huge beef at a station and. Angie allegedly got Wendy fired. So it's like she would get fired a lot and she did rub a lot of people the wrong way, um, especially like other females. Yeah. She tells a story of how she had like a female boss who was mean to her and fired her. So anyways, she she's controversial even then. Yeah, and also struggling with addiction. She probably, well, apparently for sure. she's calling in sick a lot. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely yeah. not easy to work with. But then it's like, I think her star got so big, like, she became a bit of a Howard Stern, so then it's like they, people kind of had to put up with her craziness. Um, she has a number of like notable beefs. One with Little Kim, when she mentioned Little Kim's plastic surgery on the show in 2013, Little Kim tweeted, "Stop hating on me because you sucked Bigs beep," and he didn't want nothing to do with yo ass after that. The rapper tweeted. So <laughs> allegedly, she had a fling with um, Biggie. 
She also allegedly had a fling with R. Kelly. Um, no and I, way. Yeah, and I say that because I remember when the R. Kelly documentary came out, Wendy was still oh, was on, she the air. on the air. Was she in the doc? I think she was in the doc. Yeah, I think she was actually. Well, she, so she, she's mentioned that she had, I mean, at the least, a friendship with R. Kelly. And on the show, she, like, controversially, like, defended him, kind of. Like, being like, you guys don't know, like, he had a tough childhood and he can't read. Like, she, There's she a few really, times that she's defended yeah, some and abusers like, really? and, like, really, no. yeah, talks them up. It's yeah, wild. it's crazy. And it's then wild. I think she had, to, she, had to, she had to, like, apologize the next day and be like, I stand with the victims. It's like, Wendy, like, oh, anyways, so bad. Yeah. Um, or saying comments like, oh, I'd let him beat me, like, when talking about people on the yeah, show. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. girl, back up. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, my God, there was one. I'm going to mess it up. But there was one, like, really bad um, thing she said about this. Oh, I have it here. Sorry, you guys. I'm, like, stuttering. Um, there was, like, a, ah, oh, I'm trying to find it here. One second, you guys. Okay, here it is. She, this um, celebrity therapist was pushed from a balcony. Horribly tragic. And then Wendy on the show, she, after reading the headline, imitated the Price is Right. Come on down. What? <laughs> no. Like, about this woman who fell off a balcony. Oh, my like, god. Wendy, so bad. But, I mean, we'll get to some of this. A lot of this, sorry, I keep pulling up this pop-up. Um <laughs> Uh, a lot of this is, so there's more to it. Anyways, okay. Now let's get into like the, the beginning the, of the, the shady facts and news. Yeah. So <laughs> up until, so the show started in 2008 and it had been running pretty smoothly. Like she had a couple controversial moments. She got herself in trouble a couple of times, but she was really good at what she did and she was really entertaining. It was like a fun, light show of celebrity gossip. Yeah. Every day she was great. She had like a real pep to her. It was awesome, right? 2017, she faints on air during the Halloween episode. Dressed up like the Statue of Liberty. Yes. <laughs> and I remember that clip shook the internet. Yeah. That clip yeah. broke the internet. Yeah. And people thought she had a stroke. Like, there was all these legitimate concerns for her health. It she, wasn't just a faint. Like, she was like, her face went crazy. Then she started tumbling over. And then it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Just, you're right. It wasn't just a straight fall. Yeah. It was like It's a bit theatrical. Watch the clip. It's Pull a it bit up. theatrical. Yeah. She said that she just overheated in her costume, their hot studio her lights. Her green dress. Her green statue. And green video. crown. Like, you couldn't have written this, you know? <laughs> but that's the first sign that like something's going on. Around this time she also starts like looking unwell she's like noticeably thinner okay um she does reveal that she's suffering from lymphedema and graves disease if you guys are unfamiliar with both just super quickly lymphedema um it like makes your legs swell mm -hmm. and then graves disease i mean there's much more to it but just to give you guys what people were noticing graves disease which i believe missy elliott also suffers from um one of the noticeable signs is your eyes really pop out it's something oh. to do with like the pressure behind your eyes Really? So Wendy had noticeably, yeah. people noticed something was up with her eyes and it was the graves. So she started, she was sick. So she was suffering from a few different ailments. Then in 2019, she reveals on the show that she had been living in a sober living facility. Yeah. 
So she was still doing the show, but at night she was going to this sober living facility. She said that she had like slipped up in her um, sobriety. She wasn't specific about what it was. Yeah. But clearly she's struggling around this time, both in terms of like her physical health and then also her sobriety. She also, un, uh, like unbeknownst to the audience at this time, we learned later, she also did time at a rehab in Florida, which according to producers of the show was paid for by the production company. So the production company was supportive of Wendy and wanted to keep the show going, obviously, and they thought she was yeah. great and they were willing to support her in all of this. Um, so behind the scenes, there's like, there's some scrambling going on and it starts to show in the show itself. Like yeah. this is around the time where she really starts saying some off color things. And that's why like when we were saying some of the like bad stuff she said on the show or like more cancelable things, when I was doing my research and watching a lot of these clips, I think knowing what we know now, you can see that this is someone struggling yeah. with some issues behind the scenes, whether it's mental health, like we, we still don't have a clear answer, but it's like, I think a lot of those things were like not like symptoms of something much greater than just like being cancelable. Like yeah. she's, she doesn't seem to be of sound mind in these moments when she's saying these things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And this is around the time that like, it starts happening more and more frequently. It's also around the time that she starts like burping a lot and <laughs> farting a lot. <laughs> Please oh tell my. me you've seen those yeah, clips. Oh my yeah, God, absolutely. and then also just like forgetting her train of thought or like going on weird tangents. I mean, I know there's the one, and this is sad, but it's like, she's like, I'm wearing these, these pants today that my mother told me to wear. She also died yesterday. And like, what? the audience just like goes <laughs> silent. And when he's like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, but it just, you can tell like something's Whoa. off, like something yeah. in all of it is off. So also around this time she loses her mom. So she's going through a really tough time. Anyways, then April, 2019, she files for divorce from her husband, Kevin Kelvin Hunter after 22 years. So this is a huge shock because she's always talked about him on the show really happily. And he was also her manager and an executive producer on the was show. Was he the guy that they would always pan the camera over to? No, that's no, Norman. He's not like the show. Yeah, player. that's Norman. She'd okay. be like, right, Norman? And then also, oh, yeah. oh you yeah. might be thinking of, well, I mean, you can't be, but there's also Suzanne. Suzanne, who I oh, no, I've love. seen, yeah. If okay. you guys go on TikTok, there's compilations of like Wendy versus Suzanne. <laughs> oh, I love them. Like, I miss Suzanne. She would always make fun of Suzanne because Suzanne would be like telling the audience when to clap. She's like, Suzanne, why, why are you telling them to clap? Like, oh my God. Anyways, so she That's files her whole for divorce. Thing. She wanted the power to tell people when to clap. Exactly. She fought, clap if you love Wendy. I love those compilations too, where she's like, and I eat my baked, I eat my baked potato with the skin. Clap if you eat the skin. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I kind of feel bad for people with social anxiety. Clap if you have social anxiety. Yeah. Like, okay, last one, you guys. Sorry, I'm really running with the microphone. Where she's talking about Nicki Minaj and her husband, and she's like, Apparently he tried to kill someone. What is manslaughter? And they're like, is that just you You wanted to kill someone, but you didn't? She's like, well, we've all been there. Clap if you've ever wanted to kill someone. <laughs> Anyways, you guys can look those up. There are whispers behind the scenes. So it, this is a big, like this really rocks the show because Kevin is an executive producer and yeah. had a huge role in the behind the scenes of the show. So now everything's like up in the air. Like everyone's off kilter. And it also comes out around this time that like he was 
super controlling and volatile behind the scenes, both towards Wendy and towards other staff members. And in the documentary, she talks about this started like during her radio career. So her and Kevin, they were great for each other because they were both business minded and they really pushed each other towards greatness, her greatness. Like he got on board with her and was like, let's ride this till the wheels fall yeah. off. Like, let's get you a TV show. Like we're gonna make you huge. And they were able to do that. But he, like as the money's coming in and her stars rising, he was really taking control of things and would like fire people on a whim. If like a bodyguard was too friendly, yeah. he would just like fire them on the spot, like firing staff, like really, really controlling. And also like had like a, allegedly a violent, angry temper, like would come into meetings and yeah. like, she says there was an instance where he like threw a watch on her table and broke the table in her office, like crazy things, like scary things like that. That So everyone was scared of him. You know what I mean? Wow. She says he wasn't physically abusive with her. Other people, at least in the documentary, seem to remember there were instances of at least some physicality of like shoving and grabbing and like him being very volatile like that. Um, between 2019 and 2020, staffers question her sobriety in text messages to higher ups, quote, at least 25 times. I guess I should also say, it also comes out, and Wendy talks about this on the show, that Kevin has been having an affair with this woman named Sharina, and that they have a baby on the way. And that was what was... Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Had, he had a yeah. kid with his mistress. Yeah, and that's what was the final straw for Wendy, which is, again, so ironic, because she was always so judgmental of celebrities in cheating scandals, like or, or female celebrities staying with someone who cheated on them. Like yeah. She always had a lot to say. Well, now it comes out that like he had had mistresses throughout their marriage. Yeah. Like, from the earliest days of their marriage, she was catching him fooling around. He even got himself a condo in New Jersey. Um, I, I don't even remember what the explanation was. It was like, so he could be closer to work or like, so she could have space. And then of course he's like keeping women in this yeah. condo, like the entire time. And Wendy just turned a blind eye to it, but the pregnancy was the final straw. And Wendy was like, I can't do this anymore. And it's she so was, wild yeah. how all the things she would talk about on the show is actually being reflected in her life. I know it's so sad. Like it is a weird, yeah, it's a, I, I mean, I don't know what it is, but people, at least on Twitter, are like, it is a weird karma thing yeah. of like, hurt it's like, people, hurt people, <laughs> hurt people, hurt people. And it's like, you do kind of manifest these things. I mean, even with now, whatever's going on with her mental health, it's like she, I just remember specifically with Britney Spears, at least until the, the later days, she was always really cruel towards Britney and her mental health. Yeah, and, and like, now it seems like the, the videos of her that are the shoes on the other foot yeah it's like yeah they were so let that be a lesson that. everyone you got to be careful in how you gossip i should take my own advice <laughs> <Yeah. But laughs> well we're talking about people's success so you're gonna be successful okay thank you <laughs> you um so she is like in a bad yeah. place and i mean we've seen this so many times with celebrities but i mean we see this in everyday life i think particularly women and women of a certain age it's like when you when your identity is so rooted in your husband, I mean, this goes for anybody, any gender, whatever, yeah. but it's like your identity is so rooted in this other person and then to not have them, especially because he was so entrenched in her professional career, it's like to then not have him around when he's always been there, it's like you're like float, you know what I mean? You're just like floating in the yeah. sea without him. So she really starts to struggle around this time. And yes, uh, this is where I said staffers question her sobriety and text at least 25 times. So she allegedly would show up 
wasted and they would have to make a really quick call before going live at 10 a.m. And then sometimes they would film the 10 a.m. episode and then have to decide whether they would like even air it in the afternoon in the rerun slot because <laughs> yeah. they would like they would like watch the footage back and be like is she sober enough and coherent enough oh so they would so it had already aired and then they would yeah, just be like the rerun that's later on in the day yeah we're gonna cut it from what that. i understand it was like a bit confusing it's that and then also i guess there were days where they would film two episodes yeah and sometimes at least on one occasion they like were not able to film the second episode yeah, of the day. or they didn't air it. Or they didn't air it, yeah. That's something, it was really confusing about that. There was at least one instance where they like filmed it and didn't air it Yeah. because she was incoherent. Staff also alleged that they found several bottles of liquor hidden in the ceiling tiles of, of her, her office. office. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. legend. <laughs> like that is like something off a TV show. Um, but, I mean, I don't mean to laugh, it's upsetting, but whatever, you guys. Um, <laughs> it's unclear, I, I already kind of mentioned this, but it's like she's suffering from Graves' disease and lymphedema, and staffers, at least at this time, it's unclear whether this is like substance abuse issues or physical issues or mental health issues. Like, Yeah, she's not really giving any answers as to what's going on with her health. Nobody production. knows, and even to production, which yeah. and they're genuinely trying to help her and being yeah. like, "You need to tell us so we can, you know, let the advertisers know, let the networks know, like what's going to happen with the show." Um, by summer twenty twenty one, she's in and out of hospital. She's not telling anyone what exactly is going on or why she's in and out of hospital. Um, she's like seeing all these experts. The show is bringing her to like top doctors, um, but she won't like provide an explanation of what yeah, it is they're no trying diagnosis. to treat. Um, by February 2021, the production company announces that season 13 will be its last. She still has not returned. Um, in oh, Sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. In the fall of 2021, she they keep having to push the show back. Oh, so this is right, actually. Sorry, you guys, I'm being clunky in my notes here. Um, they announced that season 13 will be its last. She misses the promo shoot for season 13. They had this whole idea yeah. for the number 13, whatever. She She's just too sick up. to show up to work. Obviously, it's for months, like, postponing the filming of... Yeah, so she was supposed to premiere September 20th after a two-week delay. Photos appear of her in the street wearing blue hospital booties, and there's reports that she was um, hospitalized for a psych eval. So, like, yeah, not good, right? Then she gets COVID, so the show announces another two-week delay. Oh, we forgot about COVID. That was a whole other thing in 2020. Oh, yeah, when she started filming yeah. on, like, and that's when, the COVID episodes. That's when I personally noticed something was really yeah. off. Like, the episodes from home were a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. But I do love the clip where she's like, another day, Monday, <laughs> we're back again <laughs> and she's like but eating a hamburger of course like production can't intervene with the quality of the show so that's why you probably were able to see all these yeah. cracks in the foundation yeah yeah and i will say she also one great thing about her show she was so relatable and especially with the way she would talk about food she would always be like if it was like a monday she'd be like all right who watched housewives last night she's like you know i had to get my snack ready like snack. i'm like you know what wendy me too like me too like we are so the same she would always be talking about food Love it. 
And then when she was doing the at-home episodes, she would literally be, like, eating, eating a hamburger. Yeah. Lighting. Like, lighting a hot rod. On, <laughs> like, heating it up with a lighter. Just heating it up <laughs> with the lighter and then snacking on it. Okay. Queen Such behavior. a strange... In the documentary, she eats caviar with Doritos. <laughs> I just let that visual that. sink in. Oh, While she's hooked up to gosh. her little What kind of Doritos? The, like, I hope the, it wasn't the, sweet chili heat that would throw it off. I, like the, they, no, they were like the dark ones, like either sweet chili heat or like the spicy ones, you know? <laughs> spicy? Yeah. That's crazy. With I feel caviar. like Cool Ranch kind of makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, she says it's really good. If you guys want to try it, you can let me know. Stations around this Clap time. Clap if you like caviar. Clap if you like caviar. Um, stations around this time threatened to pull the show. So like it's been delayed for four weeks at this point. There's obviously a lot of money riding on these shows. These yeah, and shows. everyone that is employed, like hundreds of people, that's their job. Yeah. All of a sudden you're just not working for months and months and months. Uh, like you're Suzanne has like, a family to feed. Suzanne and her husband, Brendan, how do I even know their names? Both worked on the show because wow. sometimes they would cut to him too. So yeah, that's a perfect example. Like yeah, and she was making six million dollars a year off of this yeah, show. Yeah, crazy. We'll get into the money too, but Follow they the start filling in. They like have to do something, right? And they even say they're like, we didn't even care if the audience hated the show. We just had to have like a show yeah. on the air. So they start getting guests. Well, they hosts. had to fill the slot. Obviously, uh, the yeah. network was like, okay, we're going to pull your show if you don't yeah. film something. So they start putting in guest hosts. Guest hosts include Leah Remini and Michelle Visage, Michael Rappaport. Have you seen the clip where he fights with Kenya on Watch What Happens Live? Yeah. And she's like, who are you, you <laughs> yeah. old man? Yeah. Oh she drags him anyway. And you know what? True. T. Who uh, is, Kenya spilled. Yeah. yeah like, um, so he's one of them, but Fat Joe and Remy Ma also guest host, um, Bevy Smith, entertainment reporter Terrence J, and comedian Sherry Shepard. Yeah, that was really difficult on, on production. But you know what? Great opportunity for these people. You have like a little yes. pilot. You get to basically film a little pilot for to pitch Yes, your own well, show. and that's that. Well, yeah, we'll get there. But um, yeah, they and they mentioned the article. I know you mentioned this too. It's like, it was hard for the guest judges because uh, guest judges, sorry, guest hosts. <laughs> Not my drag race jumping out, but um, like, how do you how do you just put someone on live TV and be like, okay, talk for twenty minutes? Yeah. Like, it really spoke to Wendy's talent because yeah. it's like it is a hard thing to just riff. Yeah, you have to coach like a new person almost every episode. There was up to twelve guests. Yeah. I don't know how many episodes are a season. Are there like a ton? There's one every day. Oh my god. Yeah. So I think at the, if I remember correctly, they were doing like weeks at a time. Yeah. So they would do like Do you remember when Chelsea Handler had her show and when she wasn't hosting her the guest host would be the Kardashians? She would no, call the Kardashians up that. and they would host her show. Yeah. I used to love Chelsea lately though. Yeah. Oh my god, it was funny. so good. And you know who that's where I was introduced to Heather McDonald Juicy Scoop. Right? Even yes. though Heather hated that show. <laughs> they she hate hates Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently she said Chelsea slapped her. Or no, someone <laughs> slapped her on TV and it like traumatized her. I think it was Chewy. Chelsea definitely slapped her <laughs> on TV and off. Like apparently yeah. Chelsea was a real menace behind the scenes of that show, yeah. which I stand. But I sometimes listen to Chelsea Handler's podcast. I love Chelsea Handler. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I like her too. And you know what? She apparently is giving people Ozempic shots. She's like a certified <laughs> Ozempic injector. You guys, that is next. All the all the injector girlies, all the what do they call what do they call it? They're like certified cosmetic inject. Is that it? Certified. Yeah, maybe. Anyways. I don't know. I'm telling you, Ozempic will be on the menu in no time. <laughs> Mark menu. my words. Anyways, on February 22nd, 2022, the production company makes its plan official. The Wendy Williams show will end with its 13th season in the spring. And Sherry Shepard 
will fill the slot with her own show in the fall. So Sherry, according to them... More on her later. More on her later, but she was one of the guest hosts, and she was the best received by the yeah, audience. Yeah, the ratings went up with Sherry. Yeah, and it, I mean, I'm not really... I'm not a Sherry Shepard stand. I didn't even recognize her when I saw her. I remember her from The View, so she does have experience with talk shows. She used to be on The View. And I remember her from The View, but I I didn't watch, I wanted to watch Wendy. Like, so I didn't watch any of the guest hosts because I didn't want, I want my Wendy back. But audiences responded well to Sherry. And Sherry actually had shot a pilot with the production company years ago. So they like had a good relationship with her. And you're right, they did use this as like a bit of an audition pilot situation. Like if someone's really good, because clearly things like, we don't know what's going on with Wendy, right? So they confirmed that Sherry will permanently take over and it will become the Sherry Shepard show. Questions arise about who's controlling Wendy slash her socials around this time. She, her crisis PR team puts out an official statement that is like in agreement with this plan being like, you know, I'm walking away from the show and I love Sherry. And then Wendy, like this same day, puts out a statement on her Instagram being like, what is all this about? Uh, I never agreed to this. It will always be my show and I'm coming back soon. So then- She keeps claiming that she's coming back to the show, like publicly and in interviews and all this kind of stuff. The production company is like, what is going on? Because we're like trying to call you. Allegedly at this time, they literally can't get a hold of Wendy. Like they're trying to phone her and they can't reach her. Yeah. She's like completely off the map. No one knows where she is. No one knows what's going on. She won't tell them what she's dealing with or when she'll be back. And then there's just random photos of her in like Like media, looking disheveled. Looking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember the ones like of her sleeping in the Louis Vuitton store <laughs> yeah. with like a glass of champagne? Like, yeah. I mean- Nothing wrong with that, come on guys. if you've ever slept in the Louis Vuitton store with a glass of champagne, but- um, <laughs> She contacts the co-presidents of the production company in March, and she is like, okay, yeah, so Sherry's at 10 o'clock, so I'll just go on at 11. And they're like, no. Uh, no. <laughs> they're like, Wendy, your show's canceled. Like, you yeah. don't, you no longer have a TV show. Yeah. Um, they also say that they, like, had the same phone call with her a hundred times. Like, they, Yeah, she, just telling she her believed, your show's not. Yeah, like, back. so this is where it's like, okay, clearly something is going on yeah. mentally beyond addiction. Well, she keeps forgetting that well. she's not filming the show anymore. Yes, and I remember this time, specifically on TikTok, people start to believe that she has dementia, that like okay. that could be an explanation. And then I also read that, like I guess, there is a specific, I'm gonna mess this up, you guys, someone knows much better than I do, but there's a specific form of dementia that particularly uh, affects people with alcohol, people who suffer from alcoholism. And it can be like early onset, like 40s, 50s. Like Mm. it's not dementia in the way that we understand it with people who are like really elderly. It's like if you do have a history of alcohol abuse, and I think it even said particularly women, um, this specific like form of dementia can affect you early. And people think that is maybe what's going on. And that would explain like, yeah, like she's forgetting things. She's like saying bizarre things. She's claiming she got married to like a cop. She claims around this time. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) She claims around this time that she, she like says in an interview, she starts doing like Instagram lives that are really bizarre. She does the TMZ one where she lifts her foot up and shows the camera and she, you're right. I mean, she's, (laughs) she's telling TMZ, she's like, I'll be back soon. Like everyone tune into the Wendy Williams show. And it's like, what is going on? And then, um, she says that she's married an NYPD cop. 
Yeah. And she like loves him. Which and then is not true. Her allegedly. Yeah. I mean, her manager's like, no, she didn't. And then she <laughs> she she uh, like reiterates it, being like, no, I did. Like I'm yeah. married. And her manager's like, no, she isn't. Like she's not married. Like so, something's going on here. And she also around this time like hires this new manager who her family and everyone involved in the show thinks is sketchy boots. He is like a jeweler and he's, he's like 30 or something. He's like much younger. Like he's not, I, from what I gathered, has no experience in management yeah. or like entertainment industry. He's like a jeweler who has like taken over Wendy's career and apparently like has taken her cell phone and like is really controlling, right? Whoa. Like no one can get a hold of her. She has this like weird manager running things. Up until today, she allegedly has a podcast coming out and the Instagram is like up, but it's like a creepy vibe. I don't know. It's like there's pictures of her and whoever's running this Instagram is trying to make it seem like she's just like the same old Wendy, but she like very evidently is not. So, I yeah. mean, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens there. But Wells Fargo freezes her bank accounts around this time. I remember this because this was like right around the time that Free Britney happened and the conservatorship ended. Oh, so that was a while ago. Yeah, like a year or two ago. Okay. Like uh, around when Britney got freed, like yeah, the end okay. of it. Yeah. But, I remember everyone like in the Free Britney club jumping on the story being like, free Wendy now. Like, no, you can't freeze her bank accounts. But I guess in reading the article, it's like the, it was allegedly in her best interest because she obviously has a lot of money and the bank referred to her as an incapacitated person. Like, okay. I mean, I think this is maybe a case where someone should step in, like a conservator, yeah. you know, I mean, whatever. Conservatorships are a controversial thing, but I think this is very different from what Britney was going through. Um, she also hires her ex-husband Kevin's lawyer, which is like her team thinks is really, or people around her think is sketchy because it's like he was so crazy. This lawyer is the person who's granted the guardianship over the finances, so that's like a bit of a red flag because yeah. it's like, uh-oh, you know, is this lawyer acting in the ex-husband's best interests or yeah. what's going on? The lawyer says like, no, I'm an impartial lawyer, but super sketchy. Um, she fires, this is before the sketchy manager, but she fires her first replacement manager like via the tabloids like so that's like oh yeah super messy yeah and she says he charged ten thousand dollars to her amex to hire a lawyer but he says he's like doing it to protect her i don't really know like all this stuff you always hear these crazy manager stories it's like who can you trust um and this is where the high-end jeweler comes into the story who she high allegedly met jeweler. through a dj like just super weird um we already talked about the cop thing um, people think she's being taken advantage of. The show ends in June with literally just like a highlight reel. Yeah. Moments. Like it's she's super not sad. there. Yeah, she's not there. She releases a statement saying she's like unhappy with how they did it. And then the most tragic thing ever is they remove the entire archive of episodes from YouTube. Yeah, that's There were so many hours of good TV there. I hope someone saved years. them somewhere. Years, literally years, <laughs> years of TV that are just gone now. So... And then the last, where the story ends is she still thinks her show's coming back. And yeah. I have seen this in the news as well. Like she alleges that she's coming back and we're just gonna have to be patient. Ugh. I don't think she's well. Ugh. Her show's definitely not coming back. I know, what, what are your Jerry's final thoughts? Wendy's final thoughts? It's like, uh, yeah. pray for Wendy.
I'm just picturing right now the video of her walking like outside of the club and she's like holding onto her bodyguard for dear life. Yeah. Like, and then he let goes of her and then she is like, she panics and she's yeah. like, no, 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 stay with me. Did you see the video from a couple weeks ago where, oh my God, I'm going to get it wrong, but it's like this fan is like filming her being like, Wendy, I love you. And she's like, I don't know you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, she like, or the woman like helps her, like, like holds her arm and then. Oh like, yeah. Wendy's like rude to her. Like, yeah. anyways, it's like you. A funny moment but um yeah so that's kind of where the story ends you guys like it's just it's so tragic and i yeah. want more for our wendy i did just put some other like funny points here and please interject i feel like sorry i've really stolen the mic from you today no go for it you're the expert please tell me you've seen her whitney interview no the but they like you guys have to listen to it on youtube they look they like kind of fight like it's really funny like she, Wendy's like, Whitney, like, we've never met. And she's like, yeah, I know, Wendy. So why are you always talking about me? <laughs> okay, no, like, definitely. She's like, Wendy, I would kick your ass. Like, they're like, they're like fighting back and forth. Like, it's so funny. She's like, Whitney, what drugs do you want? She's like, you can't ask me that. What are you, my mother? She's like, I'm not a little girl, Wendy. You can't just ask me those questions. Like, but Whitney, like, isn't hanging up. So then in the end of the interview, Wendy's like, you know what, Whitney? Like, thank you for not hanging up on me. And she's like, you know what, Wendy, I love you. No way. Yeah. She's That's like, I so love you. And she's like, I would never hang up on you, girl. And it's like, okay, I love that, like, they can, like, they have swear at each other and, and yell. Forth. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. like, so, like, nice to see them just have, like, yeah. a funny back and forth banter. That reminds me of the Charlie Sheen interview that just kind of went viral, where she, the interviewer was like, Charlie, are there any drugs in your house? He goes, if there are, you better find them and give them to me immediately. Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember that? Wow. More on her later. Like, Remember that whole era, like the dragon's blood? He had like the three porn stars. That's yeah, like from that, that was crazy. time. I know. Yeah. Wild. That was wild. And you know who was watching his kids? Denise. Denise Richards. Richards. <laughs> <laughs> the same yes. Denise Richards. Did you see? She's filming Beverly Hills the other night. No. Yeah. Apparently, someone had a dinner. I know Camille's filming. And people zoomed in and saw Denise's name on a uh, like a setting. Whoa. Yeah. So that's apparently wild. she's gonna be there. Yeah, so anyways, do at the dinner table. I would love Kyle. to see it. I guess so. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Hope Brandy's there too. There's another funny yeah, let's get Brandy in there. There's another funny interview with Mariah. There's like a couple funny ones with Mariah. The one that they played in the documentary, Wendy asks Mariah, and please excuse my language, she's like, When's the last time you had sex? When's the last time you slobbed a knob? <laughs> it's like you can't just ask Mariah Carey that. Like that is so and Mariah's like, Wendy. Oh my God. Um, she also, I always used to love like on her show and I think she changed her tune after she met them, but she was always like really critical of the Kardashians and she would always refer to Chris as that woman. <laughs> really? Yeah, she'd be like, Kim appeared with that woman. Like she really had a bone to pick with Chris Jenner. And then she also would always mention- Chris should have managed her. Wendy? Yeah. She should have or she does? She should. Uh, she should. That, there'd be a comeback. She also always referred to Kanye West's, quote, special friend. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. That was an iconic moment for Wendy. Wendy loved to be in her outing bag. Yeah. <laughs> but um, allegedly, whatever. I don't know. Um, she also, like, publicly was friends with Nini from Atlanta and mm. then also fought with Nini. Like, I think they had a falling out and okay. then they, like, weren't friends. This is not really Wendy related, but Nini, there was a video of her in an interview and apparently Nini found the location for Pump, like, Lisa Vanderpump's Pump restaurant. Yeah. And called Lisa Van... She was, like, saw that it was empty and for lease, called Lisa Vanderpump being like, hey, girl, I know you know the area of a restaurant up the street. Uh, like, what do you think? What do you think? Should yeah. I invest in this club and make a club? I'm living in LA right now, filming Glee, whatever. 
And Lisa Vanderpump was like, no, that's a shithole. You don't want that spot. A year later, Pump opens. In that spot. In that spot. Lisa Vanderpump's the owner. And you know what? <laughs> I buy it. Absolutely. Are Lisa you Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, she also, oh my God, I forgot. There's like a really iconic clip from the early days of the Wendy show where she has Omarosa on the show and they like get in a fight and Wendy kicks her off oh the gosh. stage. She's like, you're on my show right now. So that's a good one. It's one of those like classic moments like the Jenny McCarthy Tara Reid where yeah. Omarosa's like, Wendy, you've had a few nose jobs, right? And then <laughs> it's like that like shady yeah, thing people yeah. do, you know? Um, she also, I saw this clip on TikTok this weekend of Little Mix performing on the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> like. Couldn't, you couldn't write that one. And like Wendy's just like standing at the side, like kind of dancing along. Definitely has no, no idea, idea who, who Little Mix are. is. Yeah. There's a bunch of funny Wendy, who like really random who Wendy is. Williams performances. Yeah. Who I've never got. Okay. We're sidetracking, but <laughs> you guys clap if you love Little Mix because I have never Crickets. got into the bit Little Mix bag and I feel like I just can't take them seriously. Like it's giving Secret Life of Pets 2. <laughs> Every one of their songs belongs at the end of Trolls World Tour. Okay. Or like Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Too. Like that's just their vibe. Like, shout out to my ex. Like it's so like happy go. Like it's yeah. too like chirpy, cheerful. And then when they do try to do like sexy grown up songs, it's like cringy to me. Yeah. Because they're so Disney Channel. Something about them is very Disney Channel. Yeah. But they're just like the uh, Fifth Harmony from overseas. Totally. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They probably would be bigger if Fifth Harmony didn't come along and I love those TikToks spotlight. of like chaotic Fifth Harmony moments. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell they hate each other. I know. And they especially hate Camilla Cabello. Oh like, yeah, Camilla was the worst. Yeah. Anyways. Um, there's also an iconic clip, and this one really speaks to you, I think, and me, um, of Candy, Phaedra, and Cherie performing no scrubs on the oh my god why and Wendy's performing with them yeah you just unlocked a memory right I know we've like said that to each other it's like what could possibly be the circumstances for that performance like Like, just let just just let Candy perform the song you don't need to have Sheree yeah she by Sheree she by Sheree oh my god kiss her I called her Sheree 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 Um, <laughs> have you been keeping up with all the Tamar Braxton candy drama this week? Oh my god, no. Yeah, they're like full out beefing via Instagram. What? Something about, I'm gonna get this wrong, but it's like, Tamar, I think says that, what's Candy's husband's name? Todd. Todd, I think it's that like, Todd approached her. Oh gosh. Either I don't know if she meant sexually or like, Aggress- like was bossy with her yeah. kind of and Tamar got upset and then Tamar said Candy can't sing <laughs> like Tamar said something along the lines of like I'm not fighting with someone who can't sing something like that and then I did see a clip on TikTok and it's like you know what I love Candy but she actually is not really a good singer she can do her <laughs> like, runs she can do her little runs and I saw this yeah. clip from one of the early Atlanta seasons it's like I think it might be her first season where Nini is like impersonating <laughs> yeah. it's like so funny but yeah. yeah I know she's beefing with one of the people in her band right now it might be tied into all of yeah. that it's something to do with that like I don't mean to I don't mean to suggest that like Todd approached Tamar it's something to do with music like it's mm-hmm. something about that anyways you guys can look it up Shout out, I also had a note here, just shout out to Suzanne. They always had a funny little banter. Um, and I guess that's it. That, okay, those are well, all the I notes I have. I have a question for you. Yeah. Who's going to fill her spot? Uh, me. Yes. I, went, I walked up to the president <laughs> of the Disney Channel and I said, I'm going to make history. <laughs> and that's what this is. 
I think I have filled her spot with this podcast. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to that. Um, Yeah, I don't know who would fill her spot, but I will say, like, honestly, my dream job, dream life scenario would be to, like, be a Wendy Williams. Like, just have your little talk show where you just, like, do celebrity gossip and have fun. Like, oh, dream job. (laughs) Anyways. That's all that I kind of have. Did you have any other things you wanted to touch on? I think that's it. Okay, sorry I hogged the mic, Dax, but thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, thank you for having me. First guest ever. First guest ever. I know. And you guys, let me know if you enjoy this episode. I know um, we're missing Holly today. Yes. But she will be back. And then let me know if you enjoyed this this setup with a guest host because, I mean, I mean, you might never hear from me again. Yeah, maybe not, <laughs> but if in the future, like if either I'm away or Holly's away, it's like we can, yeah. you know, we've got some funny friends. We've got some funny contacts, so we might have to do this again someday, but I guess that's everything. Keep up with me on Instagram on my Lindsay Lohan account for yes. more sh- um, shady facts and news. Let's post some funny clips of Wendy on oh, that account. Good one. Yes, I will post some today. And um, a photo of that girl in the Halloween episode. <laughs> just oh like the, the what face was that? mask. <laughs> <Yeah>. James. <laughs> yeah. We forgot about that funny moment. Yeah. Oh, there's like too many funny Wendy ones. Um, yeah. I feel like you are always like every day. You're, how many Wendy references do you make a day? I know. It's funny. It's like now I'm on the spot. I like can't, I'm not, I like can't remember my Wendyisms. But yeah, I totally <laughs> quote her all the time. Yeah. Anyways, okay, um, I guess that's everything. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.